Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. Thank you for listening, guys. Man, always good to try to connect. For those of you who are related to me, you can always use the phone too, just FYI. Anyway, looking forward to another great day in the Lord and been really busy, long days, but that's ministry and it's awesome. And God's doing a God's doing a neat thing. So it's neat to see what God is doing in in people's lives and in particular men's lives and want to encourage you guys as you press on as well. So want to continue on with Hebrews chapter 11 and we're at Moses. This is part two of Moses. Yesterday we looked at him as the baby and having being known to his parents that God's hand was on him. And so want to continue on with Moses. And so Chapter 23, of course, this, if I mean chapter 23, Hebrews 11, verse 23, going back to Exodus now, Exodus chapter 2, and on, we have the story of Moses. All the others are from Genesis. So now we're up to Exodus here in Hebrews, and the author of Hebrews is elaborating a little bit for us, which is awesome. So here we see, starting with verse 24, by faith Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. So I want to stop there. And obviously, the author of Hebrews knows about Christ, where Moses would have known about the Messiah, Christ being the Greek term for Messiah. So, Moses, knowing there was going to be a Messiah, trusting God for that Messiah, and realizing, all right, there is a God, and He is going to bring redemption, and so I'm going to, <laughs> I am going to come out from under my adopted family, the richest family in the world, and I'm going to go, I'm going to leave, and I'm going to go trust God, and so he does. Now, Moses is not a man who is maybe a stellar example of walking godly. Obviously, he kills a man out of anger as a young man when he's dealing with all of this. And then he really, he flees. You can make the argument that he flees Egypt for his own life. So now Moses out there living on his own. And, and we're going to read more here about that. But just to think about, maybe you you feel like you've taking a turn for the worse or you took a turn for the worse and you wish you could go back and you have some regrets, hey, join the club. God is always a God about today. He says, this is the day that the Lord has made. The psalmist says this, let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's pondering today, thinking about today, making the most of today, seizing the day that we may glorify God today. Paying attention to our past, well, let's learn from it, but let's not dwell on it. Let's move forward from that and go, okay, I need to learn from that, but I don't need to dwell on it and move forward. That's what the author of Hebrews is looking at Moses here, that Moses looked forward. He went forward, he didn't dwell on the past, he moved forward. And it's credited to him. It's credited to him. So then we move on with Moses here in Hebrews chapter 11 and uh, verse 24. Um, we read, and 25, okay, 26, he considered the reproach of Christ, what we read that too, uh, greater than um, 
a greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Right? So we, we, we read that. And uh, then here we go. Verse 27. By faith he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, and for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So here the author is saying that really we can look at Moses' life and see that he he saw God, the the bigness of God, and the smallness of Pharaoh, and said, you know what? Talk to the hand, Pharaoh. I'm out of here. And he leaves, not fearing him. Now, we don't necessarily get that from reading Exodus, but the author of Hebrews seems to dwell on that or give us that insight, if you will, to what was going on, right? So that's pretty cool. And then it says, um, by faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn not might not touch them. So we skipped the whole part of the of a lot of other things, the burning of the bush, the ten plagues. This goes right to the tenth plague, right? Here's the deal. There's big moments in our lives. Moses had a lot of walking with God and here the author of Hebrews puts it in a paragraph. All of Moses' life. <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you looking for those big moments and hoping for them to be every year, every month, every week? Are you realizing that there is a walk with God that is just a walk with God? It is day by day, week by week, month by month, the same old, same old, but you are growing in the Lord. You, he is developing your character and you're moving forward. Man, we got to be about moving forward. We got to look at the opportunities that God is giving us today to just live the life he's given us and not to be thinking, well, you know, God, when you're ready for me to do something big, I'll then listen. No, let's be faithful in the little things and let's keep pressing on. Cherish your wife, love your wife, pray for your wife. Think about her. How can you make her life better? How can you make her feel cherished and loved the way she is truly cherished and loved by God the Father and how she should be cherished and loved by her husband? God bless you guys. Have a great day.